Oh, wow. And Even after the four. She actually beat me by a lot. Oh, no. Which is annoying because yeah. I thought I was going to win. Right. But you were too concerned about the earth and I guess making while sure I that. was busy saving the earth, <laughs> she was busy profiting. <laughs> As the story goes. <laughs> Welcome, everybody, to Two Asians, One Board. Welcome, welcome. Yes, we are back. I am one of your hosts, Darren. Yeah, my name is Rio. And yeah, so this is our uh, first show since the new year. 2024. Yeah. And actually, so in case you're a little bit confused, Mm -hmm. we recorded our first three episodes before Christmas to give ourselves a little bit of a head start. Mm -hmm. And so this is, even though it's our fourth episode... It is actually the first episode after Christmas. Yeah, after after release as well, basically. That's right. Yeah. So now we know that it's out there in the world. That's right. And now we can't say bad things. <laughs> 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 but no, we had we released our first few episodes uh, at the beginning of this week, and uh, we've had a bunch of downloads. And mm. so thank you very much if you're listening, for listening, following, subscribing, and giving us some ratings. Did you know that we have? four five-star reviews four on five spotify star. already amazing yeah. five star That's five, probably five out of five. Four your out parents of four. and my parents but uh, <laughs> yeah still we'll take it we'll take it they they listened and they were like this is five stars this is the best <laughs> that our kids can do <laughs> yeah so we're on all yeah. your local uh podcast platforms whatever app or platform you choose we are there yeah you can find us on instagram at two asians one board and um that's basically our big social media right now so if you want to know what's going on what games we're playing it's on the instagram um we actually have a youtube channel youtube uh two asians one board Mm -hmm. which is hosting uh like video versions of the podcast but there's no video it's just like a picture but it is basically the audio file so we're in the future considering potentially doing some video content and we reserved that channel in case someone was going to (laughs) steal our awesome name and in the case we want to do videos in the future but yeah uh, another two asians somewhere out there in the world that we're like we have a board (laughs) we need to come up with that name you never know so uh and then also you can reach us email two asians one board and actually you can send q a there Mm -hmm. and we'll be also hosting q a's on instagram soon so keep an eye on that yeah uh, yeah, otherwise, sub, follow, and leave us reviews. Uh, reviews apparently what get us uh, attention, so That's where please it's at. Yeah. feel free to leave us reviews. Okay, well, how are you doing, Rio? It's, I haven't seen you for almost three weeks now, almost three which is weeks. like a long time. It's like compared to the weekly uh, board gaming that we do, it's a very long time. Uh, I've been well. Uh, Christmas break was good. New Year was nice. Uh, I took two weeks off. It was like a luxury of time. Um, but out of the two weeks, one week my wife was working, so uh-huh. I couldn't play any board games. It was a, a torture where we, <laughs> I was just cleaning the house and not working, trying to figure out what to do instead for yeah. an entire week. And then the other second week, uh, she was off, so we were able to go through a bunch of games that we haven't board played. Board game intensive. Yes, it was a marathon. Myself. It was a marathon. Wow, Okay. <laughs> Yeah, well, um, yeah. we went to Toronto just to visit family, which we always do at Christmas time. Mm-hmm. And uh, I bring up a, a big, gigantic bag of games. Somehow that bag has survived intact, carrying mm. around. 
it was a heavy bag of games. Um, and we played a bunch of them and got a bunch of new games while we're there. And so, nice. Yeah, yeah. that's what we're going to talk about tonight. We're yeah. going to do a wrap up of the holiday, mm-hmm. what we got, yeah. what we played, and we're going to talk about um, what we're going to, what we're hoping to do for this coming year. Yeah. Um, what we won't be doing, which is all over YouTube right now, is top 10 games, mm. top games of all time. Yeah. All these uh, <laughs> listing videos that everybody's doing right now. Yeah, I don't know. I haven't played even a tenth of the games that like the Dice Tower guys have played. I don't feel like me <laughs> making a top 50 of all time list is representative of anything. Yeah, other than the games that I played. <laughs> your your all time favorites essentially is what it's gonna yeah. end up being. But yeah. Maybe definitely. uh, you know, five years from now we'll yeah. we'll be uh we'll uh, be at the capacity and yeah. not like knowledge base that we will be able to gather yeah. by then hopefully. Yeah. So, Rio, the all important question, of course, is what games did you get? So Something I, I wanted to get a lot of games. I had a lot of games in my so for, so for folks that are not in Canada, we have something called Boxing Day here in Canada, which is bigger than Black Friday, um, and a lot of things go on sale um, the day after Christmas on the twenty sixth of December. Uh, so I had a lot of uh, I had a number of games that I had my eyes on and like it was in my inbox like it was in my cart ready to go my <laughs> credit card information was about to be punched in consulted the wife who vetoed oh, said wife not yet too. no not today is what she had said she uh, so there was an ultimatum of actually playing through like all the games at least twice before we get a new game at least twice i know that's so unreasonable especially (laughs) for like the lacerda games that each take four hours to play like it's uh yeah yeah. even so we get a game me and my daughter play it and then Mm -hmm. usually we teach it to my wife and we play that second time so we normally hit that mark except even these days my wife doesn't hasn't been playing as much either so we're we're not even hitting that mark but uh yeah, no, I totally get that. You should but, probably play the games you have. First. So we did, we did actually get a game though. Okay. Uh, so we were in Quebec. We were at uh, the in-laws, uh, so my wife's parents' place, and we went uh, to the village around there. To uh, and uh, there was this very cute um, baby shop as well as toy store that we went <laughs> into that just happened to have a wall full full of board games. Wow. Yeah, it was a very baby surpri- store. A baby store, exactly. I wasn't expecting it at all. Okay. Uh, but um, we were eyeing for uh, this game called sky team for the longest time um it's been out of stock everywhere um, except for french versions they're always in stock in many places uh but we um didn't we we do speak some french but did are not necessarily super fluent in it so we didn't really want to get the french one but uh, this time around we were there in the store we saw again sky team the french version uh, because we're in quebec it doesn't have a lot of stuff to read, though. To Not many. The game. Yeah, there are some in the extended game goals. There are some cards that you would want to have like some understanding of the translation yeah. on but otherwise not too much yeah. um but uh, yeah so we we got the game we played it a couple of times it's it's fantastic it's such a good game we'll okay. talk about it later but yeah yeah, yeah. we'll talk about it in plays because i have another one which we played which was in japanese which i actually <laughs> sent you a picture for <laughs> <Yes>. a rules <laughs> interpretation <laughs> 
So, okay, cool. Um, and I think you were, what kind of games were you eyeing up that you probably will end up getting very soon? Right, yeah. So one is uh, Jerusalem uh, Anno Domino, and the other one is called Lacrimosa. Uh, both are uh, Devere Games. Uh, Devere uh, is a company that develops games like uh, White Castle, yep. um, and uh, yeah, the, and and also the other one that looks be- Bitoku, Bitoku. Uh, which we still yeah. have to play. You, yeah, I need to play it. It looks beautiful. Yeah. But uh, Lacrimosa and uh, Jerusalem both are really th- super thematic games. Uh, Jerusalem uh, being about like Jesus and the Last Supper and the table and different uh, disciples coming together and okay. being like the best, most efficient, most closest to Jesus disciple okay. group, um, which is a That's an in- interesting theme. It's a very interesting theme, but uh, I hear like uh, people that review it, like say that it's very well balanced. It's not like too like Bible-y, Christian-y, um, okay. but it's actually, yeah, yeah. there's a lot more like uh, like gameplay in it as well. Okay. And uh, Lacrimosa is about Mozart and uh, after his passing and kind of, uh, sharing the music of Mozart across Europe and being okay. the best campaigner of that, which is again a re- another really thematic game uh, that I love the art of and like the gameplay looks amazing. Um, both were in the cart, ready to go, ten percent off, and uh, without without it being clicked to cash uh, out, you could have just slipped. Oh, oh, oops! Oh. Yeah, I know. Oh. I can't return it anymore. Yeah, yeah exactly. You know, they uh. they slip those things straight in the shipping queue, and then is yeah. The, the, email them. It's too late. It's too late. It's already been shipped. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, but uh, I see a few uh, games that you were thinking about. Oh man! So it, like before got, I even yeah. left the Toronto, I'd already yeah. uh, got Art Society and yeah. my final Lacerda Big Box game, CO2 Second Chance. Ooh. So I just had them delivered to Toronto. Nice. Um, <laughs> you had, you and were then, ready. Uh, when I was there, me and my daughter had to take a Mecca. Mm-hmm. Uh, a trip to the Mecca 401 games in Toronto yeah. mm. and man that place is big it's ah. like a where it's like a Home Depot sized uh board game store mm-hmm. like 60% of it is just their internet warehouse and oh, shipping okay uh, yeah. operation right so it's literally the warehouse that yeah you... there's like six or seven guys back there just constantly packing boxes with wow. games yeah it's really That's crazy awesome. yeah and then the front part is like uh the walk-in like store part mm-hmm. of it and they do yeah. have a ton of games um, nice i didn't realize but i have a silver loyalty discount at 401 games so, wow <laughs> and there were some sales going on mm-hmm. uh so i picked up uh uh, scholars of the South Tigris there. Good game. Yeah. It was the debate and I asked you on a yeah. message should I get Scholars or Wayfarers? So there's three games of the South Tigris trilogy mm-hmm. and so I was either going to get Wayfarers or Scholars mm-hmm. and um, Scholar seems like it's really hot right now. It seems like a cool theme. Yeah. So I picked that one up. It was nice. also a little bit cheaper. <laughs> um, and then I picked up this little game called Love Letter. Ah. Which actually we could play yeah. after the podcast tonight. It's a light little card game. It comes in a little like velvet bag, Ooh. and it's actually super fun. We played actually that's probably the game we played the most over the holiday because we could just whip it out when we didn't have much time or after we played like a bigger game yeah. and you don't want to start another big game. We're just playing Love Letter all the all the time. So that's awesome. It's a great little game that yeah. I actually played first on Board Game Arena, and yeah. then it was there. It was only ten bucks. Yeah. Oh wow. I was just like, oh, I was. yeah yeah you just need to have two gameplays and you're like it's worth it already it's totally portable you just put on your carry-on on on the plane or whatever like it's totally it's totally great for that that's awesome yeah Yeah. so those are the new games that i got Mm -hmm. um 
And I just received a new game today, Raising Robots, which is super hype right now as the Wingspan replacement. Mm -hmm. And of course, Mm -hmm. shortly after, uh, Stonemaier announced Wormspan, Wormspan. which is not a Wingspan replacement, but a Wingspan replacement alternative it's it's dragons. like uh it's like the um well, what's it called Ex- expenditure no no the the uh the sequel to Scythe. expansion kind of but not not direct expansion but uh you, you know oh. the game that i'm talking about expeditions expeditions yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah expeditions technically is not like it's scythe ish but then it's another game that's right. i think i think that's what Stonemaier is doing, like yeah. similarly with Wormspan, like although I've I've read the rule book actually, and there are some mechanisms that are very similar to Wingspan, of course, but it's still a very like diff- thematically and overall like it's it's a different game. It's yeah. it's gonna be exciting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, that's it. You know, and um, okay. Well, let's talk about what we did play then. Yes. You yeah. played a bunch of games. I played a bunch of games. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, that, that'll that be the first part of tonight's episode. Then we'll talk about what's coming up after the break. So what what was uh, some of your gaming activity over the holidays? So, uh, yeah, I, I did the same thing as you. We, we basically drove to Quebec, but we had the back seats filled with board games, <laughs> um, uh, including uh, Scythe, Root with the Clockwork expansion. So w- yeah. where did you get Scythe from again? Scythe was actually a Christmas gift from our housemate. Somebody knows good gift giving. Somebody did their research in regards to uh, board. We well, she already knew that we had like basically a basement full of games. So <laughs> she, I, I'm sure that she looked through it, made sure that Scythe was not there, checked on BGG that Scythe was a well-rated game, and then went from there. Uh, but we've played some games with her before as well, um, and uh, yeah, uh, Scythe was something that I was I had been eyeing and. Uh, Never had never played before. Um, well, so, I yeah. I used to have Scythe and we played it a couple of times, but for whatever reason, my family just didn't like it, so I so it never played. So then I I end up getting rid of it. Mm. But now that you have it, that's good. Yeah, now we can play it like again. It. It's a great yeah, game. It's such a great game. Yeah. yeah. So Scythe was the first game that we played. Um, it was like uh, well, I, I had played it solo first uh, before during that first week of uh, me trying to figure out what to do. Uh, while my wife went, was not on vacation, um, but uh, yeah, we then played it one on one for the first time, um, and uh, I lost uh, by a little bit. Yeah, so if you're not familiar, Scythe is yeah. a Stonemaier game and maybe one of his most popular games, mm-hmm. a very beloved game. Yeah, and it's an interesting game set in this kind of alternative, kind of I think Eastern European yeah, sort of Eastern setting. European setting. Yeah, and it looks at first like it's really an area control kind of almost like a war game but yeah. actually it's not it's not yeah, yeah. and yeah. Uh, that that's where the mistake was made for on my end i, <laughs> yeah. I was i was like full-on war mode uh and uh, getting getting ready to combat uh every chance that i got and i lost every single combat that we had <laughs> <laughs> which resulted in yeah uh, great defeat. it's really actually yeah. exploration engine building engine building yeah and with a little bit of pretty superficial kind of combat built in especially on a two-player mode 
it's very if if you don't want to combat you could technically yeah. get away without combating at all yeah because um, the and, map is yeah, big exactly and you can yeah. just engine building and explore all the different places yeah which is what i should have done um yeah but it was not what i did so if you know yeah. jamie stegmeyer he he doesn't like game designing games or playing games with negative player interaction yeah um mm-hmm. so his own game scythe was not going to have like that little bit of interaction with the combat is like as negative as his games get. Yeah, and it's it's very yeah. The combat is so it's almost like a peaceful combat yeah. where like the consequence of losing yeah. is not that bad. Yeah. Um, but it could be bad if you're putting everything into those combats. Well, if you commit all your resources to yeah. it, and even if you win, you don't actually get that much from it. So it's like yeah. an overcommitment of something for not very much. Yeah. 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 So that's what I realized after I finished, the, I think, the first combat. I, I, I was so confident I would win and that I would like just like push her away into the corner. But um, instead, I was pushed back into my corner. Maybe it's a metaphor for life. I don't know. That, <laughs> it's possible. <laughs> okay. Yeah, what's what the first game you that you... Or, yeah, um, I, I can oh, go as well. Yeah, yeah. Why don't you go again? Yeah, sure. Uh, Root. So similar to Scythe, it's a very uh, but but even uh, more than Scythe. This is actually a proper war game. This is like area control, area control, like fighting for the board. Yeah, fighting and fighting and fighting and uh, yeah, yeah, like getting getting with a. Uh, so Root, there are different. Um, uh, I guess factions that each player plays. We also got the Clockwork expansion. Uh, that uh, allows for a third player to be simulated uh, on the board so that the board is a little bit more filled. Uh, the game itself, uh, like by itself, I hear doesn't play super well with two players, which I did feel uh, having that third like bot player did make it so that a lot more of the board was filled. And uh, yeah, myself and Camilla, we were both really focused on not losing to the bot because the bot was actually quite aggressive and kept on going <laughs> and expanding. Yeah. So we needed to make sure that we we were uh, building something um, that uh, made sense on our end. Uh, but yeah, Root was it was the first time we played uh, Root ourselves, um, and um, uh, yeah, it's very much a war game, but uh, with with a very cute with face. Cute meeples. Super cute meeples. Yeah. Cats birds and uh, uh there are also um foxes or rabbits yeah rabbits yeah rabbits the vagabond yeah. Who's vagabond a who's a, yeah he's a trash panda raccoon yeah the yeah. trash panda raccoon yeah. yeah we did not use the vagabond this time around yeah. um but uh, yeah i was the i was the bird faction and uh my wife did uh the foxes and then uh the cats was the automated one cool, cool. yeah so that was a lot of fun too yeah okay um well we speaking of stonemeyer we uh i taught maybe seven or eight people over the holiday how to play apiary apiary Uh, i still don't know how to play it (laughs) yeah i played it one time with uh, my brother and uh family and then i taught a few friends to play it at someone else's house over the holiday and it's a you know your almost prototypical stonemeyer game which has a bit of crunch to it but it's not overly complicated there's definite decision making Mm -hmm. there is very nice feeling actions where you get stuff you feel like you're progressing Mm. this is something that he always says that he wants in all his games where when you do something you feel like you're making progress Mm. the bee uh the bees leveling up and getting bumped is a really cool mechanic uh and where your bee 
that gets its most powerful level can do the most powerful of the actions but then completely dies it hibernates yeah. basically <laughs> and you got to start from the beginning again oh uh so yeah. actually it's a great game it's a beautiful production and everybody who played it over the holiday really loved it so uh, i feel like i did my job as an ambassador got seven more people to play a stonemire game so that's amazing um, yeah yeah that was great we played mm-hmm. that uh, a couple of times played earth once with uh, some friends and my daughter, well, with my brother. Yeah. And my daughter and my brother's girlfriend. And um, uh, Earth is always a hard one to win as a new player against mm-hmm. somebody who knows what they're doing. Because yeah, there's, there's just a, a lot to keep track of. Yeah. There is a bit of a strategy as well that, yeah. like, things that you should be doing. Yeah. And you can't really be deviating from the the what's it called the growth of it yeah yeah so i i got a pretty good score in that i didn't beat my personal record but uh well over 200 and uh everyone else did not do quite as well Mm -hmm. but uh i think they enjoyed it and it's just a typical kind of tableau builder with the simultaneous action is what sets earth apart i think if earth was a turn by turn game yeah i think it wouldn't be very good at all right uh, it only works because everybody gets to do something every turn mm-hmm. otherwise i think it would be quite dull actually really okay um, yeah but yeah. actually it's because of the way it is it is actually good mm-hmm. and one of the new games we got which i think has maybe made it to the top three list of my daughter's favorite games is this game called art society Ooh. which is basically yeah. a tableau uh polyomino placement game but mm-hmm. you're placing artwork on a wall and so like it's not that polyomino because it's just squares and rectangles yeah. uh-huh. but you've got to put them on your wall taking up space connecting frames uh, and not trying to get similar color pictures next to each other mm-hmm. and kind of building points in that way and it's this unique system where you draft the pictures mm-hmm. and um there's always one picture left undrafted and that type of picture goes up in value oh, so okay yeah. actually you so you it's a little bit harder to predict till later in the game which type of painting is going to be worth the most points so is there there's a bit of luck involved in yeah a little bit yeah, of luck yeah. but there, you have full choice about what kind of paintings you put out for auction right you definitely yeah. have choice about where to put them you have a choice of whether you want to do more bigger pictures or little pictures yeah. bigger pictures fill your board faster mm-hmm. but it will score you less points in the end because the number of paintings is what scores you points, not the yeah. size of paintings. Oh, okay. And then there's definitely some hate drafting at the end because <laughs> when you start running out of space on your board, yeah. if you can't fit the bigger pictures on your board, you actually lose points for them. Oh, okay. So, so if you're a bit behind, yeah. you could just pick big pictures and then the, your opponents have no choice but to take penalty. Oh, wow. <laughs> so definitely yeah. Some, yeah. Uh, some mean drafting choices by the end of the game, which is interesting because it seems like a very innocuous, right. uh, positive kind of solitaire type game. But actually that part of interaction gets interesting at the end. So would you say that this is a, a auction type of game that you are okay with? Because like, uh, I recall last yeah. time we spoke. Again, it's not yeah. really auction. You do have to put a number up that determines the drafting order. Yeah, But for most for 80% of the turns of the game, the drafting order doesn't really matter. Okay. Because there's okay. always extra paintings and, you know, most of the time right. you can fit any kind of painting in. So you're, yeah, you're not limited by yeah. the paintings that are yeah, out there yeah, too yeah. much. Okay. Nice. Um, yeah. And a game that we got just before Christmas that we brought and ended up playing as well is a game called Marrakesh by Stefan yeah. Feld. So it's your mm. classic, 
Euro, multiple ways of scoring, multiple tracks and things to collect. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, quite a nice, tight little Euro. Not too hard to play, uh, learn. Very beautiful mm. and um, uh, something, uh, uh, an interesting dice tower where you throw these wooden meeples into the top of the tower. Yeah. But the tower is designed so that not everything is going to come out. Oh wow! And so, and then, huh. so the next turn when you throw stuff into the top of the tower, some other stuff might come out that has been there for the the last turn or two turns or two rounds ago. Huh. So it's an interesting. Uh, so you can't really kind of tile count or anything like that. Not that anybody would be doing that. Um, so it's it's interesting. And it's got a lot of choices in terms of you know you can't do everything. So you got to choose what you want to focus on, right? Yeah. And uh, so yeah, it's an interesting kind of classic Euro there, uh, Marrakesh. That was Marrakesh. good. Marrakesh. Yeah. Nice. That's a new game as well. Eh? That you. So let's or, talk Lacertas. Yeah. Lacertas. You played yes. Vinos. I did play Vinos. But you played the OG Vinos. The OG. 2010 Vinos with the bank and interest rates and uh, paying employees and all of that jazz that the new, the deluxe new 2016 version. Uh, there are two sites on the 2016 version, but the new site got rid of that bank yeah. uh, mechanism, which I believe is something that takes away from the beauty and complexity of the game. Um, but also, I've never played the 2016 version. Well, we'll have to play the 2016 version, <laughs> yeah. and then you can make your final then I can, decision. Yeah, right now, I'm, I'm just... Uh, I did thoroughly enjoy Vinos, uh, the game as a whole. Um, so uh, just just for those that don't, don't know, it's one of fir- the very first um, Vitel Lacerda games that he uh, designed and made before he um, had partnered up with Ian O'Toole to make those deluxified versions of everything uh, and Vinos was re-released as a deluxe version in 2016 um, with a new side of the board as well as a, a solo mode as well um, yeah. but essentially it's a game of wine production um, and uh, the entire uh, yeah uh, putting up se- putting up cellars putting up vineyards um, and producing wine aging wine over time uh, it's uh, d- it's played over I believe uh three years three years yeah yeah Yeah. three years of uh every season and uh, basically you have two turns every season yeah um and so so it it did remind me a little bit of um uh white castle in a sense that i felt like i was always running out of turns every turn i was like oh no i need to i need to had had to this many more things uh but i just didn't have enough turns and the, the way that you would be able to get more things done in a single turn is by uh, bribing some uh, rich folks. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and uh, I, I lost this game. I didn't bribe the folks enough, um, or my my turns were just not as efficient as they should have been. Uh, while my wife was able to really sneak through and make every um, every uh, step count a little bit more, I I was also almost bankrupt uh, with very little to no money in the bank. I had no money to pay my employees at times, and I really uh, urgently needed to sell wine without like that being a great benefit to me. Um, but um, now that I've played it, uh, played a full game of Vinos, I now understand like what I need to focus on a little bit yeah. on a little bit more. And the bank does really add to that extra tension while while you're working on different things. You still need to keep an eye out on how much money is left reserved, and also. If you're gaining any money or if you're losing money by the end of the year yeah it's interesting i guess that was from feedback why they ended up doing that mm-hmm. um but um 
Yeah, I don't know. I have to play both versions and see. Obviously, yeah. the new version is much more beautiful, mm-hmm. and that's obviously after he partnered with Ego Griffin Games. Yeah. Um, but uh, and actually, it's probably one of his simpler games because it took out that whole banking thing. Right. Yeah. Um, so it's actually pretty easy to play. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. And it's definitely. Uh, I was afraid that maybe it'd be too similar to Viticulture by mm-hmm. Stonemaier, but actually, it's completely different. From it's very different. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, no, and definitely. it's a different country. It's Portuguese wine, not Italian wine. <laughs> exactly. So, yeah. So I, I I don't think that's a problem. You can have both of these games and you be can totally fine. have both. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, um, so I picked up my final big box Lacerda game, which is CO2 Second Chance, which again is a second Uh, Mm re-release, but is not Ego Griffin, it's actually Stronghold Games, Mm -hmm. but has definitely has the production quality of his Ego Griffin productions, although the box is not as big. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Um, And I initially was not going to pick up CO2 because I thought it was a co-op game. Mm -hmm. And actually, it is a co-op game, but now, but you can also play a completely very different game that is semi-co-op. Semi-co-op. So CO2 is about uh, climate change, which is an interesting theme Mm because I can't think of any games off the top of my head that are themed like that mm. where the earth is dying and yeah. there's a lot of co2 in the environment and you have to build renewable energy plants to replace mm. the old fossil fuel plants before the co2 level reaches a certain amount yeah and you gain knowledge in these various renewable energies and you go to summits and stuff like that mm-hmm. anyway and um so the semi the co-op side is just like okay you got to do this before you run out of uh, before you hit the target yeah yeah you um, can't die whereas the, the, the yeah. semi-co-op side is you are running the company to mm-hmm. make these renewable plants, and so you want to get the most victory points mm-hmm. as possible. Yeah. But if you guys don't work together enough to stop the pollution, you will all lose. That's quite realistic, actually, to to what yeah. is going on right now with global yeah. warming. And uh, so it's yeah. it's actually a great tension because you got to figure out when to cooperate and when to compete. Yeah, because uh, it's one thing to win, but if nobody wins, then nobody wins. Right. You yeah. know, it doesn't matter how many victory points you have if you all lost. Mm-hmm. So it's a really mm-hmm. great tension. I had this great game with my daughter. Yeah, we played it slightly incorrectly for the first four rounds yeah and we were literally like 10 parts per million one step away from losing <laughs> and then we got the c- rules corrections yeah. and then we ended up pulling it out oh, wow and even after the four beat me by a lot oh no which is annoying because yeah. i thought i was gonna win right but you were too concerned about the earth and i guess while sure i that- was busy saving the earth <laughs> she was busy profiting <laughs> as the story goes <laughs> So yeah, it was a great game. Yeah, um, I I can't wait to play with you, Rio, because I think you'll really enjoy it. Um, I can't. Yeah, I would. I would love to. I, I saw the, the the art is beautiful. And it and, looks amazing. Yeah, yeah. And uh, and I'm so glad I did get it because now my big box collection is truly complete. It is complete. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Until the next one, or I guess I guess the next one is on its way. The next one is well. soon. Yeah. <laughs> so speaking of White Castle and Devere yeah. games, mm-hmm. I introduced. I uh, played with my wife and two of our good friends. Mm. White Castle, four-player White Castle, and they are—they don't get to play games very often. But when they do, they're pretty serious and yeah. competitive about it oh. to the point of like, you know, like intermarital conflict. Oh no! Um, <laughs> they were the couple that before we had kids, we played like a twelve-hour game of Game of Thrones board game. Oh my to goodness! Like three in the morning, fantastic. Yeah, and the final so betrayal hardcore. was like. 
a bit of like relationship uh, hazard. <laughs> so we played a r- great game of White Castle, yeah. and you know White Castle is another game where if you kind of know what works best, yeah, you're gonna you're gonna beat everybody else because you don't have that many turns to experiment. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. can't. There is very and, little margin. And you can to make your yeah. early turns count for as much as possible. Absolutely. Yeah. So yeah. I did your strategy: make yeah. the lantern bonus super good, especially money. Mm, yeah, and yeah. Uh, mother of pearl. So I had two money and a mother of pearl. And the little time track bonus on my lantern, yeah, yeah. and just hit the lantern as much as possible. Yeah, even if it meant taking a crappy dice, because yeah. when you get money for the lantern, you kind of you're making up for you it. You make up yeah, for it. Exactly, and then yeah. I got uh, uh, four gardeners out. Oh, uh, yeah. and three quarters into the daimyo room. That's wow. thirty points right there. That's that's um, um, like you. We only I think the most was two when we played. Yeah, it. yeah. Three courtiers, wow. four yeah. gardeners, and yeah. I just had one warrior. I just ignored the warrior completely. <laughs> yeah. um, warriors, you need to go early on and also go full on yeah. warrior yeah. only uh, in order. To so I think I ended up with yeah. a score of eighty something, which is pretty high. That's I think. High, yeah. Um, mm-hmm. and everyone else was pretty low. <laughs> but they had it. They were like, "Oh, we need to play again, like right now." And I was like, "Oh, we don't have time." But uh, yeah, great game. I love white castle that's awesome and i'm, I'm sure they'll get a copy themselves yeah soon <laughs> we played like i said love yeah. letter a yeah. number of times i won't go over love letters really easy game yeah. but that's a really good filler game mm-hmm. and this game tiger and dragon tiger and which dragon is a game from japan yeah uh, uh, some friends of ours actually got it when they were in japan they oh, wow. just bought it um just they they had been looking for it already and oh, okay know, where else to get a Japanese game put in Japan. Yeah. And so everything is in Japanese. Yeah. Um, and but they kind of learn how to play it from somewhere else. That's awesome. Yeah. And it's like mm-hmm. a great it reminds me of Mahjong because it comes with these tiles with mm-hmm. these um uh numbers on it. Mm-hmm. And it's just a really simple game of following what somebody else has played or mm-hmm. passing if you can't follow. Yeah. And then whoever finishes their collection first gets points based on what their last play was. Oh. And it seems like simple but it's actually really tense so and it then, is very similar to mahjong to some extent and if you play team yeah. mode actually it's even more intense oh so, really team mode is more intense yeah, yeah so i'm trying to get a copy of it but i yeah. can't find it anywhere right um so maybe if you go back to japan anytime you pick up a copy i will i will be the, <laughs> be on the lookout yeah, yeah tiger <laughs> and dragon which is a great game tiger and dragon yeah, I played a game of mind management for like the first, like I really wanted to do the one-on-one versus the wife uh, mind management. Um, and I was, I was. You're looking for these conflicts. Right? I was, I'm, I'm, I, we don't have that many conflicts to begin with. So we're like, we need to make, make need things to make up. conflict. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, mind management, it was, um, it, uh, I, I, so it's essentially a hidden movement game. I think I've explained it before of recruiters versus uh, the, the rogue agents. Um, the recruiter is um, hiding away behind a board and recruiting secretly. Um, and then uh, the, uh, uh, the, the rogue agents are the ones that are trying that tries to catch the recruiter with specific abilities. Um, and uh, yeah, so, I was I was almost I was only like two recruits away from winning, uh, where um, yeah my wife basically I I didn't think that she would call it uh, but she was uh, she took the capture action and uh, I was <laughs> captured. It was it was um it was such a mind blowing moment of just I, I wasn't expecting it so that was um 
that, that probably been planning it the whole I game. know, I know. It was, thing. it she was sitting there it, quietly, <laughs> nothing on her face, just slowly plotting your downfall. Yeah. So she was like, just eliminate, like process of elimination, and like get like knowing exactly. I um, what she said was it was a fifty fifty in her mind between the two, and she just kind of took the swing and uh, caught me right there nice. and then. So it was, um, it was a tense game. It was exactly what I was looking for. It was fantastic nice. one-on-one uh, two-player mind management plays really greatly cool um so we're in the middle of a game of scholars of the south tigers right now so mm-hmm. i won't talk about it right now i'll talk about yeah. it next time yeah but an interesting thing happened so i'm always up for spreading the hobby yeah and a, a, a couple of months ago i taught a few of our colleagues um how to play viticulture yeah they're mm-hmm. board game like maybe Catan. a couple of them have played Catan before but board yeah. game novices yeah and we sat down at a, at a at a board game cafe and we just played my copy of viticulture yeah. and they really enjoyed it mm. and um so lo and behold a, a, a girlfriend boyfriend couple both got copies of viticulture amazing for yeah. christmas yeah and i didn't know this but i get a text I get a, a Facebook message on yeah. Boxing Day mm-hmm. saying, okay, at 10 p.m., Yeah. okay, it's coming down to the wire. We're having a debate. <laughs> Somebody wanted to play a certain card and we weren't sure that it was legal. Yeah. And so they're asking me to settle the debate because it was getting heated. I'm it like, well, are you guys in it now? <laughs> Boxing Day, 10 p.m., you need me to settle a rules debate. Anyway, the debate had already been asked on Board Game Geek, and yeah. Jamie Stegmeier himself had answered it. So I just told them that this was the answer. Yeah. And then she was like, well, who's this guy, Jamie? Like, Who how is credible, this guy? How <laughs> credible is he? I'm like, well, he's yeah. the designer. <laughs> and so she grudgingly admitted that, okay, yeah. that was probably if, if it's the, the designer. rule then. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, Just so that's great to see yeah. when um, when that happens. It's working. Yeah, it's working. Yeah. The the board game evangelist in, in a year's time, they will yeah. have a shelf full of games. And another one of my <laughs> friends who went off to the Maritimes for Christmas mm-hmm. actually got pulled into a game of Spirit Island. Oh, and he yes. never played really board games before, and he yeah. really enjoyed it too. Yeah. Um, so maybe we have a new addition to our group, as well as maybe a Spirit Island convertee. A Spirit Island convertee. Yeah. yeah. So that's that is the game that we played the most. We played Spirit Island three times. <laughs> I was after once I was like, well, we we need to get through the other games because uh, <laughs> you know, like we already played Spirit Island so many times because it's my wife's favorite game by far, and. Uh, but she made the argument that because we had gotten the Jagged Earth expansion recently, she was telling me we it, had yeah. not played that twice. Exactly. So she uh, insisted on playing the New Spirits another two times. And uh, yeah, it was uh, one very long game. It took about four hours, like two hours in the oh. evening, two hours in the morning. Nice. Um, it was like we, we made it so that um, it was a little harder with the, the thieves being present. So there were constantly... Uh, so spirit island for those that don't know it's essentially um you as spirits different types of spirits uh such as the mountains or fire or um yeah the the wind um <laughs> you're working to defend the dahans who are the indigenous folks on the island from invaders um and uh, invaders can like the, you can set the difficulty level by like different countries or different invader types and this time around we were uh I believe fighting against like the Russians, uh, but also they were there was another thief expansion and like event cards that were showing up, so it basically added complexity to it. Um, and we were two highly like high higher complexity spirits as well. 
Um, so it took quite a while until the very, very end, uh, until we were able to finally beat, um, yeah, win the game by, by having a little bit more fear uh, uh, that uh, yeah, like it, it worked out. A second game was a lot shorter. Uh, we made it a little bit easier so that we wouldn't spend another four hours <laughs> <laughs> with the game. But uh, yeah, Spirit Island always a always a great time. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, and Sky Team. So you mentioned Sky Team, yeah. which is a kind of super hot game right now. Oh my goodness, Sky and, Team. And uh, yeah. so if people don't know, it's basically a game where you're trying to land a plane. You're landing a plane. That's it sounds it. so simple. So simple. So straightforward. But you gotta avoid other planes. Yeah. And you gotta land at like the right speed. Right speed. And right so you, angle. You adjust all these things. Yeah. But you are you and your co-pilot because yeah. it's two player only, right? Two player only. You cannot speak but you're to one another. Not allowed to speak to each other. Yeah. So there was so much silent tension. And it's dice and, placement. Yeah, right? dice placement. So you roll the dice. You get some coffee. And then, uh, yeah, you the coffee allows you to go up and down in numbers. So there is some flexibility there. But it was such a... We, we played it about four times because it's relatively short. You can yeah. get through it quite quickly. Okay. Yeah. But um, yeah, fantastic game. Highly recommended. French or English. Doesn't really matter. Get a copy. It's, it's such a good two-player co-op game. Nice. Nice. Yeah. Maybe... It's, it's as you say it's hard to find a copy right now yeah so yeah 2024 i'm sure that they'll reprint it because it's such a hot game yeah yeah, yeah. i mean that kind of happens with all the new games these days mm -hmm. unless it's from a big company that can just afford to do like unlimited runs like stonemaier or whatever like sometimes it's hard to get these new games that's true yeah okay well let's we played a lot of games yeah so let's <laughs> take a break and when we come back we're gonna talk about what we want to do for next year and maybe some of the highlights from this year. Yeah, 2024, here we come. Yeah. All right, we're back. We're back. Okay, so the second part of the show today, we're gonna to talk about maybe some gaming highlights from 2023 mm -hmm. and then we're going to talk about 2024 and what yes. we got coming up and plans so mm -hmm. uh you know we don't we're not going to do as we said before like top 10 2023 or whatever because yeah. we between us we probably played like you know one percent of all things <laughs> that came out in the year yeah but uh why don't we start with you real what were some of you know name like one or two like moments of gaming that really stand out in your mind from this year this is the first so, year you really got heavy into board gaming i know yeah so like just to just to give you a picture um i started off the year um with a shelf full of two games uh full of two games yeah wingspan that shelf was and, not supposed to be for games <laughs> it was not supposed to be for games it had other things and had a board game in the very bottom corner it had wingspan as well as um Onitama, which is like another two-player game, um, and uh, it grew into this shelf of like close to 30 games at this point. You so, already have 30 games. You're catching up. It's oh my goodness. Yeah, no, my uh, wife is telling me that we have a problem. Um, <laughs> <laughs> she does not know. She does she... not know. That is not a problem. But yeah, that's that's what I've been telling her. I'm like, <laughs> we we need to keep this growth going <laughs> at, at, at the same rate. <laughs> it needs to keep growing. Uh, but yeah, so like the top moments, like it because this was like really the year of like 
introduction and getting to know games like one of my most memorable moments was um the very first Vital Lacerda game that I played um Kanban EV yeah playing that for the first time it just blew my mind how complex a game can be yet also very satisfying a long like gameplay can be um and it like it it has a beginning it has an ending and also somehow i miraculously won that, did win that very one, yeah. first camera company v um game so that that was when i set my mind to get a uh uh Lacerda game like within the year um and uh, yeah uh, that that resulted in us getting lisboa um, and uh, quite recently, like we finally played like a full game of Lisboa. Yeah. Um, after I had already played solo gaming twice, because um, uh, yeah, no one was really playing with me. But that that first game of Lisboa again, like I think Lisboa will uh, for quite a while hold like the the number one place in my board games. I just find that the theme and everything connects so well, like with my japanese culture of like very familiarity with earthquakes and the need for rebuilding <laughs> earthquakes well i mean portugal doesn't actually have that many earthquakes it's yeah that's that one <laughs> but in well yeah japan japan only has like like not that frequent of like large humongous earthquakes that yeah. destroys the entire city um so like basically that that theme of like trying to rebuild something uh, and uh making making something from nothing uh, is uh, something that I enjoy very much uh, and competing against one another while doing so. Um, so those would be, I think those are, they're both uh, Vitola Serta moments, but uh, yeah, those those would be very my, like my, my biggest epic highlights yeah. uh, of the year, I would say. And I, I would say at some point we're, we're going to get Vital on the podcast. 100%. Do a yeah. fanboy interview. Yes. That would be super fun. <laughs> That'd be cool. Um, and I know he's amenable to stuff like that. So, mm, yeah. yeah. Um, my kind of top plays this year, I got to say, have remained relatively unchanged. Mm-hmm. I mean, Brass is still my top game, I think. And yeah. um, it's just an amazing strategic game about building industry and rail and mm. canal links in the British Industrial Revolution. And I know that sounds like a boring thing, but it, 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 the game itself is just so super good. Super cool. Yeah. It's super tactical. Yeah. There's card play. It's very strategic. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, it's still my favorite game. Arc Nova is still one of my favorite games. That's probably the game I've played the most yeah. in terms of just sheer number of plays, mostly because mm-hmm. me and my daughter went through like a binge of playing it multiple times. Yeah. Um, <laughs> It's just a great game that gets deeper and deeper every time you play it, mm-hmm. um, and and it's just like a gift that keeps on giving. Yeah, um, I love all my Lacerda well. games. Yeah. They're all in like the top ten for me. And yeah. actually, CO two, the one I just got recently, mm-hmm. might have snuck to the top of my Lacerda list. That which is is unexpected. So unexpected. Yeah, you were almost not going to get the game so yeah yeah uh, so unexpected but yeah. man i had a lot of fun playing that and pulling out the even though i didn't win in the end yeah i still felt like i won because we didn't you die saved the earth. <laughs> you I were... saved the earth so that's a yeah. really interesting oh man it was so so good but all the mm-hmm. asserted games are always enjoyable yeah yeah um yeah in terms of favorite moments mm-hmm. i mean it's always hard to remember the th- things that stand out 
was when we played Isle of Cats mm, with with yeah. your wife. Yeah. And we thought we were doing pretty good. We were I was confident. I was yeah. like we won two. We're playing we were, the game yeah. like it should be played. <laughs> and we are filling the boat. <laughs> and she's just sitting there collecting end game objective cards. Like one after constantly. another. Yeah. yeah. Every turn she was And we're like, I don't game. know what you're doing, yeah. Camilla, but yeah. Okay, and then at the end of the game, she basically like doubled our point scores. One card at a time. She started explaining how she Crazy. fulfilled that end game objective. Yeah, and I was like, that's like a Rain Man moment. And yeah, yeah she deserved to win, but that was that's that's in my mind. Yeah. The big paradox when we played Cat in the Box, yes. where there was just silence for ten minutes, and then yeah. she suddenly paradoxed, and yeah. I just couldn't help myself. I had to run around the house screaming. Yeah, yeah. For- <laughs> the screaming moment. <laughs> and was- then um, the one time playing Kanban with my daughter, mm-hmm. and I was trying so hard to win, yeah. and she actually resoundly beat me. <laughs> um, and if you ever play games with my daughter, she doesn't sit there between turns thinking about what to do next. She goes it's and goes, incredible. plays with something, or goes yeah. has a snack, or and then she just comes back and does a turn and leaves again. It's she like, like super keeps annoying. in mind <laughs> what exactly like she needs to do or wants to do, and uh, yeah. it doesn't matter what she does in between. It's 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 very like kind of annoying because I'm like respect the process here. <laughs> I'm trying process. really hard here, and you're just wandering around in between turns. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, I um, I, I hear you. That's uh, it, it's very impressive, honestly, for an eight-year-old, nine-year-old, nine, eight, nine, nine. nine. And a half, yeah. Oh my goodness! Yeah, that's it's like all the games that she's playing is like at least like fourteen plus is what well, the rating like grown-up games. Yeah, um, yeah, they are. Yeah. So I asked her what her favorite games are. Right now, her favorite game is Art Society and Love Letter. Okay. And then Kanban has always been her top other game. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and she loves Earth and Ark Nova, mm. and one of her favorite moments was beating me by almost thirty-two points. Wow! At Ark Nova, uh-huh. and if you know Ark Nova, getting a positive score, not negative score, yeah. is actually sometimes enough. To That's get already a victory. yeah, yeah. But she beat me by like thirty points. Were um, you in the negative by quite a no, bit? I no, I was like ten, like a okay. respectable score, but yeah. she got like almost forty. Wow. Yeah, yeah, it's crazy. And then the next yeah. game was funny as I beat her by like 20 something. <laughs> that was part of our marathon. But yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was the revenge that was taken. <laughs> yeah, that's one of her yeah. great moments. She remembers beating me at Kanban as yeah. one of her highlights mm-hmm. of the year. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, also when she got almost 200 in Earth, she felt really accomplished mm. at the tableau she had built of fine flora. That's... So uh, those were her main moments as well. <laughs> that's awesome. Those, those are all big board game moments as well. Like they're not... Uh... They're not easy games at all. And yeah, yeah. That's and and being able to get that impressive of a score. Yeah, very cool. So, twenty twenty four. It's a big year. Yeah. So we'll talk about games in a second, but yeah. one thing we really want to do in October twenty twenty four is go to Essen. Essen Europe trip. Yeah, and people have been telling me mm-hmm. it's huge. It's yeah. overwhelming. Mm-hmm. Half of it's in German. Yeah. But you know what? I don't think I care because it's the one. If you're going to go to the one convention only one time, yeah, I think that would be it. That would be it. Yes. And, you know, you got to commit because it's a flight and, yeah. you know, it's a trip. Yeah. Um, but I don't know. 
I feel like we should do it. I think so. I will. Um, so uh, for the record on the podcast, I am <laughs> expecting a baby in April. Uh, Essen is in October. I will have oh, a six-month-old. It'll be great. <laughs> Where, yeah, I'll be on parental leave, so I will have all the time in the world to go to Europe and have fun and uh, take take the six-month-old around to to taste the taste and see all the board games of the world there you go start yeah. them early start six them months. early six you months heard it here is, first. Is six months month. before they can read or even notice their parents faces that's right board games yeah board games <laughs> blurry board games is where it starts so yeah. anyway we'll touch back on that obviously as we do the planning and we'll get closer to the time but that's one of our big goals i think yeah uh is to head over to essen uh, yeah. There's lots of like closer places like PAX just happened in Philly. We, that's easy to go to, yeah. rel- relatively easy. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's one of the big things we're going to do. Mm-hmm. Um, I've started tracking my plays. Oh, you have? On this app. On the app, so yes. First of all, I actually entered my board game collection on Board Game Geek. Nice. So you yeah. can find me on Board Game Geek if you want to follow my collection for mm. some reason. Yeah. I am. Dim Sum Darren, I think. Dim Sum Darren. Yeah, don't ask me why. <laughs> um, but I've downloaded this uh, app called BG Stats. Okay. And it syncs with Board Game Geek. Oh, wow. Yeah. And so you can tre- keep track of the games, your collection, but then you also keep track of your plays so you can keep stats. Oh, nice. Yeah. Yeah. So it's, it's pretty cool. I mean, it's a kind of nerd out thing to do with with uh you know board games but i saw it because on the discord i'm on vitello certis discord one yeah. person just put this cool graphic with yeah. here's his stats for the year and with all the thumbnails of the games he's played i was like that's super cool how'd you do that it must have taken you forever yeah. he's like no no just press the Easy. button on this app i'm like what <laughs> app is that and i was like oh i'm getting this app you and it's free so amazing yeah i should get that app as well let BG me stats yeah okay board game stats so i already have gotten my first game of the new year raising robots it just mm. arrived today so i have not opened it yet but yeah. that is literally something happening tomorrow amazing uh yeah. this other game i've been highly looking forward to called evacuation mm. has just been shipped and hopefully will be here before the end of the week mm-hmm. this is it is really interesting the the theme itself just hooked me i have no idea how to play it but yeah. it's basically a euro game engine building game mm-hmm. but the, the theme of the game is that you are evacuating from one planet and have to fly and build everything back up on another planet. Right. And so you start yeah. with a full engine. Mm-hmm. Normally, in an engine building game, you have to build it from scratch. Build the engine, yeah. You start with a full engine in this case. Use those resources to dismantle your engine and move it mm. to the, and then rebuild your engine again on the yeah. other on the other planet. Yeah. So that oh that just that just hooked me, and so I can't wait to play that. That hopefully will be here. This week or next yeah. week. Yeah. Um, as we mentioned before, Vital's new game invention of ideas is mm-hmm. they keep telling me uh, first quarter. First so quarter. super excited about that, obviously. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I also am still waiting for a game called Unconscious Mind, mm. which is about like psychotherapy in the Freudian era. Oh. And it has this cool mechanism where it has like a picture, like somebody, and then you overlay these transparent things over it and it creates like a, like a, like a full picture or like a, it creates like yeah. a pattern. What's pattern, that called? Yeah. What's that? Like a, what's that dude in the Watchmen whose face 
turns. He's wearing a mask. He's like a gunslinger guy. Ah, oh, the the word is slipping my mind right now, yeah. but it creates like this pattern. You have to like psychoanalyze them to like get victory oh, points. Oh, yeah, yeah. Anyway, like I think not that a Frankenstein was... type. No, that's no, not... no. Yeah, no, I think okay. it was supposed to be this yeah. year, but it's been delayed. I've not heard anything about it, but oh, okay. I did back it. Yeah. Um, I actually backed the reprint of Barrage. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I was initially not going to get Barrage mm-hmm. because while the game itself appeals to me yeah. in terms of heavy euro mm-hmm. is supposed to be quite a nasty game Ooh. you steal other people's power yeah. and their water flow by yeah. diverting their flow with dams <laughs> and but uh, i think i can get past it's that it's a so. doggy dog world <laughs> exactly, yeah and also i'm yeah. um, waiting for a copy of revive which revive, is a big okay. game from this year yeah. about trying to revive the planet after like an ice age mm. looks like a nice crunchy euro so can't wait for that one nice so those are the games i've kind of no, I'm definitely getting. Yeah. Um, but I'm you know, sure there will be, be more. There will be there will be side games that it will. <laughs> yeah. uh, and I've gone through a selling spree recently yeah. to make space. So. Yeah. So one of the selling spree games that I am inheriting from you would be Oros. Um, uh-huh. So I have the copyright in front of me right now. Uh, we played it once. Super fun game. I'm very much looking forward to playing it more. Um, but uh, yeah, this is a lit- like relatively speaking a big box for a smaller ish game. Yeah, it's a yeah. really interesting mechanic where you have the power like a god to yeah. move like tectonic plates, which is these kind of square bits of terrain around. Yeah, and when you bash them into each other, they get taller. They get taller. And you yeah. need to make mountains in order to build temples and shrines. Yeah, exactly, um, and then you climb up the mountain and yeah. basically get get those uh, get those wisdom and knowledge. Yeah, by sending over people over, and uh, yeah, it's it's very uh, yeah. You you also need to uh update um the well, not update like you you learn different skills and uh, the more you learn the better yeah. each of those actions become yeah uh yeah i i really enjoyed the game when we played it um and i'm uh, very much looking forward to playing it more this year uh, another game that we will uh, th- that will be coming out uh, this month again by jamie Sto- stonemeyer uh, the Stonemaier games uh, is Wormspan. Uh, Wormspan. You know how earlier. many memes there are out there right now about different span. <laughs> <laughs> People just making something span. <laughs> I yeah. At first, I wasn't um, sure about the name because it's just uh, a bit like it, it's it's almost it's too similar to Wingspan, but also like it like. It, it does, is it actually is does it actually mean dragons? Yeah, worm mean, is yeah, a, worm. A, you know old English word I guess for yeah. dragon. Yeah, okay. Um, as yeah. opposed to like a worm, like an earthworm. Uh huh. Yeah. I guess it sounds a little bit better than dragon span. Right. Yeah, um, dragon span does sound a little yeah. bit too. But I think yeah. it's going to be cool. It's it's not going to replace Wingspan. It's yeah. a different kind of game. Yeah. It shares some similar mechanics, obviously. Exactly. Yeah. Um, I almost feel like the title is a little bit tongue in cheek. Actually. It is, yeah. I mean, well, Elizabeth, who was the designer for uh, Wingspan, is still very much advising uh, on uh, Wormspan as well. Um, but the designer actually is Connie uh, Vogelman, who yeah, did Apier, who did Apier. That's right. Yeah. So she like, uh, and Apier has been a phenomenal success. So I'm sure that Wormspan has been very well thought through. Uh, I read through the rulebook, and um, yeah, there are some similar mechanics to wingspan but also like yeah. additional very very much like additional uh cool features and also the dragon arts are like all 
super beautiful. Yeah. Um, like there are like over 200 types of dragons that are out there that each have unique features and unique uh, abilities. Um, yeah. I believe like one of the things that uh, with Wingspan, like there was there was so much thought put into making sure that the birds actually their their effects was actually respective to some extent to what the bird actually did or where they were from uh whereas with dragons you have a little bit more flexibility with that uh with uh the the more imaginary way of going about it so i am very much looking forward to what different dragons have and how yeah how that all works yeah, I think it's yeah. going to be good. I mean, yeah. I, I'm not going to get it just because you're going to get it. So, you know, <laughs> yeah. no point having doubles. But uh, that's right. Yeah, yeah it definitely looks like a good game, and I think it's going to be very popular. Yeah, and uh, yeah, the the uh, the excuse that I'm giving my wife uh, for getting it is because our um, yeah baby boy actually in April uh, will be uh, born in the year of dragons. Okay, so there therefore, you go. Destiny. yeah, it's destiny dragon game dragon year. Like yeah. it's uh, it's the game for the baby is what I'm gonna yeah. basically tell her. Yeah, uh, and another game that I backed uh, is uh, called Undergrove. Undergrove, I think I've yeah. heard of that. It is the game that uh, was designed by Elizabeth. Um, I'm forgetting her oh, last okay. name. Elizabeth Hardgrave. Hardgrave, yeah. So uh, she, her being the designer of Wingspan. Uh, Wingspan. Um, so Undergrove is all about mushrooms um, and different types of mushrooms that uh, grow in the nature. Um, and uh, yeah, I just got a confirmation email last week about. Um, like shipping uh so cool. it's gonna be shipped this year uh and uh yeah we got the deluxe edition with like the wooden pieces which is gonna be awesome nice as well um but yeah undergrove um it's she is like generally speaking she is a bird watcher she also is a mushroom collector so it's basically her hobbies day-to-day hobbies coming into board games there was that other yeah. mushroom game that came out earlier in the year mycelia mm-hmm. which yeah. just didn't seem that interesting actually visually yeah. Right, yeah. yeah. And I think, well, I'm personally, I was very on the verge of not get, not backing undergrowth, actually. Uh, but my wife studied biology in university. So it was like, she was very, very keen, very interested. Really? She was like, yes, She's mushrooms like is... <laughs> not magic mushrooms. <laughs> not magic mushrooms, normal <laughs> mushrooms. <laughs> Different types of mushrooms. Cool. Uh, but yeah, that's something that we all be expecting. And another, like, I guess, uh, the game regarding, uh, like, kind of going back to Vitola Serta, uh, I have heard rumors that Speak Easy, a new game that he has been playtesting right now uh, about the prohibition in New York, yeah. uh, is something that he is working on. Um, so Speak Easy, uh, if and when that is available, I will definitely be backing be backing it. Uh, wow. I'm a big, big fan a- of little birdie might have told me that it is maybe second or third quarter this year yes the producer so keep your eyes your eyes open open. yeah on the kickstarter but he's been leaking little uh uh, pictures on his instagram oh yes and it looks like there's like little cops and robbers and little trucks with slots for beer Mm -hmm. or or alcohol sounds like so it looks pretty cool yeah like a map that looks like i don't know manhattan or something yeah exactly yeah yeah, we were we were in new york like just about a month ago and uh just 
like that map of New York, the yeah. thought of like kind of being the yeah. being the mafia in probably, New York. I'll probably back that as well after. It's, another, <laughs> it's such uh, a good game. Yeah, it's part of yeah. my collection. Yeah, yeah, hundred yeah. percent. Speaking of, uh, so Vital is currently in alpha testing of mm. his next game. I'm not allowed to leak to you what it is or what the theme is. I don't mm-hmm. think I'm allowed to leak the theme anyway. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But it looks extremely interesting. Yeah, and I'm hoping to get on to some of the uh, more public playtesting. Yes. Uh, which is the next phase so mm, yeah. that looks exciting but that's, that's like two or three years away yeah. <laughs> yeah that's how long it takes them to develop these games yeah yeah full development yeah, yeah. okay um earthborn rangers is another oh, one you're thinking yes of. It's, I, uh, i've it's been hearing a lot one. about that so it's it's um the the reason why i put that there uh the earthborn ranger is because it's a it's very much like a card game heavy campaigny story driven like uh with solo mode possibility um it, oh, okay. it almost is like an open world concept where you are developing the character and different actions and like flipping cards and exploring a world apparently um i know very little about this game so far i'm just i've just looked into it a little bit um and um because um yeah i i do i have done a number of solo games already um and i like that like i i don't mind doing solo games okay per se and and uh uh being able to collect like yeah put another in there um that would be of interest but also like this is in addition to of course the two games that I had in my cart earlier <laughs> this year with this Jerusalem, Anno uh, Domino, and Lacrimosa. They they need to be added onto this 2024 right. list as well that nice. I'm hoping to get. Okay. Yeah. So that's about it. Yeah. Thank you very much, everybody, for listening. Thank you. Um, please leave us, uh, reach us by email, two Asians, one uh, board, board at yeah. gmail.com mm-hmm. you can leave us feedback there and questions and answers yeah. ask us questions on Instagram we'll be putting up Q&A's we will be yeah. and uh, follow subscribe leave us reviews we're on Instagram again two Asians one board YouTube two Asians one board everything two Asians everywhere one board. two Asians yeah. one board and yeah, yeah so thanks very much everybody thank you and we'll catch you guys next time yeah.